Hello, everybody <clears throat> out there in opposing the Matrix land. How are you doing today for tonight, as the case may be? We still got a little bit of sunlight for about three more hours. Eh, two hours, and then light until about three hours. Okay. Anyway, it's a material that we're going to talk about tonight. So, well, let me be a good boy and hit the streaming thing over on uh, Telegram. Okay, there we go. Telegram should be connected now. Go Telegram. There we go. Beautiful. Okay. Well, hopefully everything's going the way it's supposed to go. All right. All right, folks. Sorry, I got this little Chewini dog here, and she's doing this little noise, and she's trying to tell me something, but I don't know. I don't speak Chewini, so what do I know, you know? Anyway, um... We'll wait for the bell to finish tolling here. You hear that? We picked this clock up at um, at Goodwill. It's like a $300 clock. We got it for $29. <laughs> I love it. I love a bargain, don't you? Okay, tonight we're going to talk about um, portals, doorways. And uh, some of them we create ourselves, and we can't see them. Others are here. Others are um, are created in a, a natural form, and some of them are created by um, people, uh, not so nice people. And um, uh, sorry, folks, got to get this sleeper on. Okay, all right. So I think I do need these glasses. You know, the doctor told me I'm getting close to cataracts, so I have to. I don't particularly like Chevy products or GM products. I'd rather more have a Rinkin Continental. Um, anyway, okay. Anyway, <laughs> sorry, a little punchy today, folks. I just woke up from a two-hour nap. Um, all right, so we're going to look at portals. And uh, what got me going on this is that I, I recently saw a, a video of uh, a portal forming in the sky and... Um, a little white dot going up into it, and then the portal disappears. So, um, and uh, and I can't show you this, and I wish I could show you so badly. I wish, um, but uh, a few years ago, uh, our daughter Julia. Oops, I said a name. Anyway, she um, she had her camera, or actually, she they saw a UFO um, off the porch where they were staying. And um, so somebody ran in and got the, the camera and, and brought it back out and uh, took a picture of this thing. And as they were shooting the shot, it was coming towards them. Okay. Um, it went from stationary to coming right towards them while they shot. So anyway, so they got this picture and it's a, your typical UFO picture. You know, it's got all the nice colored lines and everything going all over the place. And um, I said, I wonder what happens if I blow this thing up. So I, I put it in Photoshop and I blew it up several times and uh, lo and behold, at the top of the, the image, you can actually see a gray, a gray alien with his eyes kind of looking at the camera a little bit or looking forward towards us or them. And um, then you can see another one looks like it's, 
driving a scooter, you know, um, perpendicular to the first one. And very interesting. And somehow I'll try to figure out how to get that onto a video format so I can show that to you. But, um, and I didn't have the forethought to go onto my website where I do have it. So, but, um, you know, I'm not going to cry over spilled milk. <laughs> so what are these things? Now, these things a lot of times appear above CERN when CERN fires up and they, uh, they get going with busting, uh, uh, atomic elements and everything like that. These things all of a sudden show up above CERN, um, is CERN creating them? Well, if they don't show up when the thing's not cranking, yeah, they probably uh, are starting it. And um, so whenever there's a doorway, folks, it, it leads, especially if it's open, um, it leaves room for things to come out into our side as well as to, to leave our side to go wherever, you know, and uh now, this stuff all that I know of modern, modern ways, now, these things have been summoned and called up and made all the time, uh, probably since the beginning of time when uh, <clears throat> the first saucer, sorcerer, you know, uh, not a guy that makes saucers, but a sorcerer. Well, it's hard to say. Anyway, um, <clears throat> started um, calling up on demons and, um, and opening these doors up. So, and that's basically what's on the other side, by the way. Um, but the most recent common one that I know about, uh, aside from the Jack Parsons thing, is um, is Aleister Crowley. And everybody knows what a big bad guy he was, right? Uh, labeled, labeled himself the Beast of Revelation. And um, so he... Uh, <laughs> He, and this was in Central Park in New York, and it was in the early 1900s, or, yeah, the early 1900s, the early early 20th century. And uh, lo and behold, the, the, he has a visitor, and this visitor's name is Lamb, and it has more of a triangular face, but it looks a lot like a modern-day alien um, abductor, you know, your typical gray, except for some changes in the face. But still, that's... Um, that's to be expected, but, uh, you know, a change is always expected. There's never anything that's a hundred percent alike. And it's a good thing. It's that way. Um, could you imagine a world with, uh, with only me in it or, you know, uh, yeah, that's a scary thought, isn't it? Okay. So these things pop up in the weirdest places. Um, like I said, Alistair Crowley did it and, um, through a, some kind of magic ceremony, opened up a portal, and Lamb shows up. And Lamb, when he came over to this dimension, stayed here. He would he would appear to Crowley other times, you know. Um, so there you have it. You know, you can open up these doorways, and you can do it in a lot of different ways, folks. Um, now the pictures I'm going to show you late in a little while, or the movies rather, <clears throat> they're not your typical. <clears throat> Well, they're your typical aerial vortex, okay? Uh, your visible door, so to speak, that, that you know, th you can go out of or things can come into. And um, you don't want to go out of those things, folks. There's creepy stuff on the other side. Um, and, and But there is, are ways where you can do it. And, um, for instance, um, 
<clears throat> David uh, Strassman, I think that's his name. He wrote a book uh, years ago, uh, DMT, The Spirit Molecule. And DMT is a hallucinogen, but uh, it has some kind of effect on your pineal gland. Now, your pineal gland has always been, uh, throughout the ages, has always been um, tagged for, for being a, a tool to go into the occult. And a lot of times, you know, like uh, Native American tribes or Native Australian tribes or whatever, um, will drink a combination uh, drug. Um, and I'm not going to try to say it, Ayashkawa or something like that. <clears throat> and there's got to be two because one of them uh, will eat your stomach up and won't work if you uh, don't take the other one. So, And I'm talking about the South American variety. So anyway, they they eat this thing and it uh, it activates their pineal gland. And uh, because they call that the, spirit, the spirit's doorway, uh, people are, are able to um, hallucinate that they go to other dimensions. Now, you have to wonder if it's a real hallucination because, for instance, when when David Strassman was doing it, man, I hope I have his name right. Um, I know last name Strassman. How about Dr. Strassman? When he was doing it, he, um, not himself, but experimenting on other people. But Plus, he was the first and I think only one to ever get FDA approval to do this. So they would come back and report that they saw things like reptilians, Alien grays, they said your basic uh, astronaut that shows up on a UFO, okay? Um, and they saw Nordics there in the whole nine yards. So if it is opening up a way for them to get from this dimension into the spiritual dimension, then um, it's something that should be prohibited um, because Yahweh doesn't like that. And... Uh, <laughs> He doesn't like when we uh, experiment with stuff like that. So um, anyway, something we need to the right the powers that be um, about using this though. So okay, let's see, Alistair Crowley. Oh, portals. Yeah, <laughs> you know when I went, back way back when Jim uh, Wilhelmson and I had a, a ministry where we uh, helped to free people that were being uh, abducted by aliens um, or were being harassed spiritually and even sometimes physically by uh, these beings that, that cross the, over the, the void and come to our uh, dimension and, and harass people. And um, we found out some interesting things. First and foremost, um, when people were being harassed, that they cried out the, the name of the biblical Jesus, you know, you have to have it in your mind when you're crying it out. Okay, who you're, which Jesus you, you're talking about because there are a lot of Jesuses out there, okay? Uh, especially in a new age. And um, <laughs> it'd be cry, like crying out to your enemy for help from your enemy. <laughs> uh, it just doesn't work. And it shows a weakness in these things like that. They like weaknesses because they can call in more of their buddies and stuff. Well, anyway, um, yeah, so we would help people in that matter. And, um, and we would explain to them a lot of times that there were doors either in their past or in their, the past of their, um, their mother and father, so to speak, that, um, that would lead to this problem of uh, harassment from these, uh, from these uh, entities. I don't like to use people and I don't like to use um, 
other terms too because their uh, entity sounds more <laughs> um, unfamiliar and it sounds more uh, spiritual sort of uh, it's not a pleasant word <laughs> okay so um, yeah so we found that um, there were people had open doors and that was what was letting these um, these entities in to kind of harass them and and uh, abduct them again and, and everything else so um, we would advise people to call out the name of Jesus when it happened and explain to them that yeah you know you've got the You've got the fire insurance, but let's go after the fire starter, you know, because you don't want to be staying up 24-7 uh, waiting for some body with a gas can uh, lit to throw it up against your house, you know. Um, so you, it's good to be prepared. And, and so if you have a relationship, if you if you make that step to uh, to actually love and serve and be loved, <laughs> by the creator of the universe, uh, then you have authority. You're an adopted son or daughter and you have authority and you can tell these things to get the heck away and they will, and they have to obey. Okay. So, um, anyway, getting back to portals, uh, we found that there, uh, for instance, if, a if a family had a history of, um, uh, involvement with the Masonic lodge, um, that, that's a generational thing. And there's a scripture in, um, in Genesis where Yahweh, no, it's an Exodus where Yahweh is explaining that, um, he will, he will, um, carry up to the fourth generation, um, the wickedness of, uh, or the things that happen or no, the wickedness of the, uh, of the people that, uh, don't love him, man, I wish I could, uh, you know, why don't I, Real quick, I hate using scripture without, um, okay, let's see. I'm going to get in a blue letter Bible. Uh, if you've been around for any length of time, you know it's my favorite Bible online. All, right, all I got to do is type in a B and I'm there. Okay, and I want to look for, what did I say, uh, generations. All right, hopefully I'll find it right. Um, la, 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 Oh, Ralph Epperson always asked me not to sing. And it's when you always give in the law. Uh, let's see. Let's see, more generations. So Levi, their generations. Oh, come on. And you know what's bad is when you don't word something right. And, um, yeah, he talks, and I remember it, I can almost read it with my mind, you know. It's, um, okay, well, let me see if I looked up the plural. Okay, yeah, I looked up the plural, my bad. Okay, let's see, let's go here again. Okay, let's see, Exodus. Let's see, Joseph died. Nope. But he also talks about um, giving blessing, blessings to people who, um, who obey him and love him uh, perpetually. 
not just there's no there was no count of oh here it is um exodus 25 20 verse 5 uh, thou shalt not bow thyself down to them uh, meaning foreign gods or, or idols nor serve them for i the lord thy god am a jealous god visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and fourth generation of them that hate me and then the next one but keeping mercy for thousands forgiving iniquity and transgressions and sin and that will be that will by no means <clears throat> clear the guilty visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children uh, upon the children's children until the fourth third or fourth generation i think i just read something twice um uh, the lord is long suffering and great in mercy forgiving iniquity and transgressions and by no means clearing the guilty uh, visiting the iniquity of the fathers <laughs> And through the third or fourth generation. Okay. I'm having a Mandela effect uh, morning or if evening right now. Um, okay, but he does talk about the uh, the generations of the people that love him, that um, his blessings on them will be perpetual. Whew. Okay. Now let's go back here. So, um, and, and you know what's interesting is that, um, okay, let's say you get to the, <clears throat> you get to the fourth generation of the, the people that love the people that hated him, okay, and, um, so you get to that fourth generation, and then you think you're scot free, and then all of a sudden, um, you realize that somebody in the second generation had hated God. So that means that you're not in the fourth generation anymore. You're in the third. <laughs> and uh, you have to hope that your son um, <clears throat> walks righteous before the Lord and uh, and breaks the curse, so to speak. Um, anyway, yeah, you know, so it's <laughs> it, it could become a perpetual thing, uh, especially when you're talking about the bloodlines of the uh, of the elite, you know, and. Uh, is there they probably have a lot of um bad uh junk stored up for them and i wouldn't want to be in their shoes yes even if i had all the money i wouldn't want to be in their shoes okay all right so some of the doors my goodness like i said if your father or um, grandfather or great-grandfather had something to do with the masons that is a possibility you could be harassed by these uh, entities. Um, what are some of the other things? Um, let's see. Having sex outside of marriage or before marriage. Um, something that Yahweh really frowns on and that uh, people should not do. Okay. Uh, by the way, the chat room is open if anybody wants to write in and uh, say hey. Okay. Um, and I do check it from time to time. That's what I just did. Okay. Um, let's see. There's some music uh, where the bands are dedicated to Satan, and their music is too. And uh, listening to them is not a good idea. And uh, it could be a door that opens up to let these things in. A portal, so to speak. And I think it's a back and forth portal uh, until you die. And then uh, 
this thing, whatever it is, has to be assigned to, to bother somebody else. Um, all right. Let's see. So evil music. Um, if you're a habitual lawbreaker, whether it's the law of Moses or the law of the land, um, not good. Okay. Drug abuse. Drugs are some of the easiest ways for these creatures to get in to you and start harassing you. Um, I would advise anybody that's using illicit drugs to stop it. Uh, the problem is that <clears throat> marijuana is one of them, and uh, it's being legalized in a lot of states. And uh, that's not a good thing. <laughs> so, uh, when you smoke that stuff or eat it or whatever, you become spiritually blind and dead. And uh, you could say, oh, yeah, well, I have a better time. <clears throat> Um, being worshiping the Lord when I'm high, I'm like, well, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, I know Yahweh doesn't like it. Okay. Um, things that have curses. Oh yeah. That's another thing. Um, I, I've heard a story uh, from a very incredible source that told me that, um, a friend of theirs had just moved in, uh, to an apartment. And uh, one of the neighbors uh, around, I don't know if they were across or down or what, but uh, came into the house to welcome them to the neighborhood. And so the husband had to excuse himself. He had to use the restroom. And the wife went into the kitchen to prepare coffee for everybody and took her eyes off the, I'm going to call her a witch because that's what she is, um, to take the... Um, <sighs> What I'm trying to say here. Um, yeah, okay, so they come over, like, in the welcome wagon, and um, they want to welcome you to the neighborhood, but uh, they have evil evil plants because they um, might hide something when you leave the room. Um, you know, like I said, the husband might go to put another shirt on, the wife goes in to make the coffee, and the woman or man or whoever it is hides something in the house. That's been uh, sanctified. That's sanctified. It's a bad word. That's been dedicated to uh, to Satan. I mean, it's a bad word to use <laughs> in that situation. Anyway, um, yeah, this one family they moved in, and <clears throat> um, one of the neighbors had come to visit. And after that, they they actually started to have a haunting in their house. Uh, there was a creature in there, or an entity that uh, was throwing stuff around, knocking stuff over, and. Uh, so being the spiritually minded people that they are, they looked around the house and and they found um, that the woman had left, uh, had planted something behind the TV. Um, and they, they quickly dispatched it out of the house and told the thing it had to go with it. And um, so anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's another thing, another way a door can be opened, okay? But let's talk about the bigger doors now. Um, I keep thinking of the, the rock group, the doors, when I, when I talk about this subject. Um, and Van, not Van Morrison, but um, the leader of that, that, uh, that band uh, was really into the occult. And, uh, and his father worked for the government on some stuff that uh, probably was not a good thing that he did, but he did anyway. Um, so we're going to be looking at uh, these things in the sky. And um, 
one of them's in Norway, another one's in, uh, well, we'll see. But, um, yeah, all over the world this is happening, okay? And it's because the world has changed. It's, uh, it's not a godly world. It never was, but it was more godly than it is right now. I mean, at least you could keep a, a match lit, you know, until it burned your fingers. Um, but anyway, let's go ahead and look and, and watch this, okay? And, and uh, we'll see. All right. Here we go. All right. I know we hit show. Here we go. NASA tackles some of the greatest problems faced by mankind. But its reputation for achieving the impossible also creates unease among those who do not trust the United States government. On December 9, 2009, the people of Norway are preparing for the historic arrival of President Barack Obama. Oh boy. But for the inhabitants of one northern town, the day will be remembered for a very different reason. It's just before sunrise, people are getting ready to go out and take the kids to school. Suddenly they see a strange light rising in the east behind the mountain. News of the weird light in the mountains spreads fast. People were running around asking each other, what the hell is this thing? As the stunned residents look on, the phenomenon morphs from a simple glowing beam into a twisting vortex of light. Within a few seconds, a giant spiral hundreds of miles wide dominates the pre-dawn skies. Witnesses are still trying to understand what they're seeing, when without warning, it disappears. As people watch this amazing sight, suddenly a black hole appears in the middle and swallows the entire apparition. It's one of the most incredible things that the people had ever seen. Dozens of videos and photos of the sighting soon emerge from witnesses as far away as Sweden. It becomes known as the spiral anomaly. Many observers declare this event an elaborate hoax. No natural phenomenon could create such a perfect shape in the sky. But as more and more eyewitness accounts emerge, it soon becomes clear this is a genuine mystery. One theory emerges that the spiral could be nothing more than an extreme form of aurora borealis, or northern lights. If you lived in Norway, you're used to seeing shimmering curtains of green and pink in the sky. You're not used to seeing a big spiral in the sky. People in Norway know what the northern lights look like. This wasn't it. With natural phenomena ruled out as a possible cause, Norwegians start to suspect the involvement of Russian military forces across the nearby border. Russia flatly denies all knowledge of any strange cloud or beam of light. So that begs the question, what the heck is this thing? Okay, folks. Um, pretty interesting, huh? Now, somebody had made a uh, comment um, to explain what this thing was, and they said it was a, uh, a Russian rocket. It was the... Um, the, the uh, for lack of better words, the contrail or the trail from the from the Russian rocket that had been launched from uh, northern Russia. 
And uh, but there's a problem with that. Um, and I've seen a lot of these launches. Uh, having lived in California, I saw a lot of Vandenberg launches, and um, I've been blessed to see launches from NASA. And nothing like that has ever occurred, ever, ever, ever. And when you think about it, <laughs> if it was, what kind of rocket is going to spin to make that? That's why the thing has four fins on it, at least four fins on it, and it's out at the bottom by the engines um, to keep that from happening, uh, it, to keep pitch and yaw and spin from happening. Okay, it's like the four feathers on an arrow. Okay, <laughs> that's simple. And that kind of spinning will not happen with because there's four fins on that rocket. So anyway, um, I found that kind of interesting that um, toward the end of it, it said that a black hole opened up and kind of swallowed it. Well, that's that's another. I think that's your the portal right there. You know, it's whatever it needed to go through went through, and and um, but they didn't leave anything for us. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, I thought that was real interesting to see that. And that's not the only one, okay? There are others that uh, have looked exactly like that. And um, let's, let's look at another one here, okay? Bing bong, there we go. There is a fascinating spiral seen after midnight in the skies across the state. And that has been the talk of social media today. Don Hampton, research associate professor at the University of Alaska Fairbanks Geophysical Institute, told Alaska's news source this phenomenon appears to be rocket engine exhaust from a SpaceX Transporter 7 mission. That mission began with a late Friday night launch from Southern California, adding another 51 satellites to the Starlink network. Hampton also says water vapor in the exhaust from the second stage engine freezes and catches high altitude sunlight, effectively glowing and creating a spiral-like galaxy display. Pretty remarkable indeed, especially one of those videos, just how that spiral just kind of like looks like big propellers out there. Pretty, pretty. Yeah, rocket. Here we go again with the rocket thing. Again, I've seen it when they've gone up. It's just a straight line. You can follow it all the way to the stupid things almost in space um and it never makes a curling thing like that that explanation is garbage and i don't believe it um the other thing that i, I would say is if you see something like that you know you gotta um there's a lot of times when signs uh happen in in the heavens okay um one of them is um let's see yeah, uh, a few years ago, I I used to belong to MUFON, or actually, I, I was a member of MUFON. I didn't belong to them. Um, and I was a field investigator, although I never got called out or anything. That's because uh, I think that's because I I'm a believer in Yeshua. Um, but um, so anyway, uh, having been a, a member of, of MUFON like that, um, uh, you, you get a magazine every month okay and um i think it's every month as i recall it was yeah and uh in this one particular one that came this one month it uh it had a list of uh 
what they call flap years in, in UFO realm. It's called flap years. And a flap is when there's a, an extraordinary um, amount of uh, visitation, shall we say, from UFOs, okay? Um, and I looked at them, and I went, well, that, for some reason, that looks familiar. Or it looks very interesting, and I think I can use that. Well, anyway, I went in each and every year, starting in the 1800s, of course. I didn't want to go back any further because it's, you know, you get back in the 18s, the 17s, the 1600s, and it's kind of hard to, um, to find any history about what happened that year, uh, you know, just in the whole world and the realm. Um, but anyway, uh, so I did this, this study and, and came to realize that every year that was there, there was some important, either, either something that um, had to do with the Jews, had to do with the church, or um, just the kingdom of God in general, okay? Um, so, I like, uh, key years, 1948, um, 1953, there was a, um, a war in, uh, in the Middle East. Um, and it, as it progressed, they kept going, and every, every year that they had a year there for a flat, there was a UFO, there was a... Um, an event that happened. And one of them, I couldn't figure out what it was. And there was a guy in, uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, I think it was Dwayne or something like that, that lived in uh, Ohio. And he goes, I said, this one year, I just can't pin it down. And he says, oh, I know what it was about. That's about, he says, he says that particular year, um, they built a Christian college in the town that he lived in, the Circleville is the name of the town. And uh, if you study UFOs, you know that there, there was a major event that happened in Circleville. Um, but um, anyway, they built a Christian college in, in Circleville and, um, and were dedicating it to that. I think that week that they had the, uh, uh, the UFO encounter. And um, so there you go. You got a, an institution of higher learning that's going to teach people and prepare them to go out into the world. And so, you know, the, the powers that be, the underpowers, um, I guess they figured, well, you know, we'll just have our own little press conference out here and, um, and tell the people about us. And uh, there's really no, um, no proof of, um, I can't remember right now. Anyway, um, you got to forgive me, folks. I'm, for some reason, I'm tired and forgetful tonight, so... Um, so let's progress. Let's look at some more now. This is, uh, mysterious. Uh, let's see. Okay. Let's just look. Okay.
CBS News. Who the heck cares? Okay. Um, pretty interesting, huh? When I first watched this, I saw all the, the um, lights zipping back and forth in the background. I'm like, wow, look at all those UFOs. I went, no, wait a minute. Those are airplanes. This thing has been sped up. Thankfully, it's been sped up because it would have taken a half hour for that thing to to appear, you know. Um, but you saw it, it just coming out of nowhere, uh, staying there for a few seconds and then leaving. And now, it could have been a few minutes, maybe the... the Maybe they lengthened that part or shortened it or whatever. But uh, I found it to be pretty interesting. Now, the next one, if it's real, is going to blow your mind. Okay. <laughs> but I can see this being real. Uh, it could, it's probably CGI. Um, I can't tell and I don't know. But let's just go under the assumption that it's real and, um, and believe uh, what we see. Okay, here we go. Sitting there. Oh, wow. That's pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. If that was real, which I think it was, that, that was definitely awesome. And uh, I don't know, I, I would be privileged to see something like that. But, you know, at the time I might be scared, so I don't know. Um, okay, let's go, just go to the next one, okay? Because we've got, after this one, we've got five more, so... Just insane. Nope. Look at the dot coming up to go inside. was totally <clears throat> he's right it is totally insane but um <clears throat> again this one has been called up uh many times uh, uh questioning the reality of uh, if it's cgi or if it's a real video and uh, again it's things are just a little too perfect in a little while i'll show you something that i know was doctored up because it was it just looks like it and i'll point things out but anyway um yeah that was totally awesome wasn't it just watching that thing go up and the minute the very second the thing got in there that thing shut off and started to dissipate like it was never there before okay definitely a doorway all right what do we got 
here, folks. Let's see. All right, let's go with another one here. One common theme found in science fiction is a portal through space, time, or a parallel dimension. As impossible as these portals sound, there are some accounts that suggest that these openings through time and space aren't just found in science fiction, but could actually exist. These portals seem to manifest mainly in the sky. There are all kinds of reports and photographic evidence to be found of what looks to be like something straight out of science fiction. Among all the different kinds of portals that have apparently opened up in the sky, the most intriguing are those which seem to be linked to UFO phenomena, as mysterious crafts purportedly use these doorways for their own purposes, whatever they might be. So let's explore these bizarre cases of portals in our skies. Number six, the Groningen portal. One of the most interesting reports of such an alien portal occurred in May 2015 when an amateur photographer took a photo of something strange in the skies above the province of Groningen in the Netherlands in the middle of a storm. As the photographer was snapping up pictures of the dark and ominous clouds above him, he claimed to have seen a bright flash high in the sky. He managed to take a picture of the flash, but when the photo had been developed, it appeared to show something more akin to a doorway in the sky. The doorway appeared to be emitting something. Is it just a camera trick, or is there something else happening here? Number 5. The Bridge City Portal A year later, on October the 1st, 2016, there was another unusual phenomenon seen in the skies above Bridge City, Texas. UFO investigators Secure Team 10 say that on the evening of October the 1st, around 11pm, a white light appeared in the sky and formed a streak along it, which together grew brighter and larger. The white light would then take on an orange hue. Witnesses to the event report that the ball eventually became a bright orange slit in the sky that appeared to pulse and was described as looking like a portal. One witness managed to take footage of the strange incident on their cell phone. The strange portal in the sky reportedly stayed there for about 10 minutes before fading away and vanishing, leaving behind baffled witnesses. According to some reports, as the incident was happening, a number of cars at nearby Port Arthur inexplicably broke down on the road, with their engines stalling for unknown reasons. Tyler Glockner of Secure Team 10 claims that this anomaly affected hundreds of motorists. The cars would stop dead in their tracks while people were driving, and some of them even careered off the road. Most witnesses of the event also reported hearing high-pitched whines coming from their car radios before they and all other electronic equipment stopped working. It is believed that this was all caused by a kind of electromagnetic pulse related to the object in the sky. Glockner spoke about the incident, saying, Now, that seems to me like an EMP or electromagnetic wave. Something like that. Something 
was knocking out power systems along the area, very close to where the mysterious streak of light was sighted. Was this all caused by a UFO using some kind of ultra-dimensional portal, or is there a more rational explanation that hasn't been considered? Number 4. The UFO Portal This incident was documented in 2016 by a video that went viral after being posted on YouTube by user Mysterio Canal. The footage shows odd clouds that start to swirl around and form a kind of vortex in the sky. Just when it looked like things couldn't get any weirder, there was a bright streak of light that flew into and through the portal, shocking and awing those that saw it happen. Not long after, the UFO accelerates into the mass of clouds with everything disappearing in an instant, like it was never even there. The video, posted under the name Dimensional Portal in the Sky Absorbers UFO, gained a lot of views and has been constantly debated and discussed. While many people embraced the video as being completely genuine, many others have denounced it as a hoax. One factor which works against the video's credibility is that the footage doesn't contain any time or location data. Is it an alien portal in the sky or just hot air? Number 3. The Alabama Portal This next clip reportedly shows yet another UFO using one of those mysterious portals. Released in 2018 by the YouTube user MRMB3333, its content proves just as controversial as the last one. The footage in question was apparently recorded in the skies of Alabama during a violent storm. It was captured by a witness who goes by the name Nicholas. The video appears to show an unusually bright glowing orb flickering among the clouds while a UFO hovers closely. The video has generated over 100,000 views and stirred up a wealth of debate over what it could possibly be. Many viewers suggest that it could be some kind of interdimensional portal that could have spawned as a result of the storm itself, while others, of course, simply said that the whole thing was fake. Whether the video is genuine or not, the footage is definitely eerie. Number 2. The Midlothian Portal Another video emerged in 2018. This video was taken in Scotland and shows a bright blue elliptical light hovering high above the skies of Midlothian near Edinburgh. The circular nature of the light makes it appear some kind of portal. The video goes on to show an unidentified object passing close to the portal and then blinking out of existence. This video also became something of a viral sensation and there's been a lot of speculation about it. Some argue that it's maybe some kind of interdimensional portal while others argue that it's just a spotlight or simply the moon shining through the clouds. There are many videos like this out there and it's enough to leave you wondering what's really going on out there in our skies. Number 1. The Portals Above CERN Outside of the interdimensional portals that were apparently created by extraterrestrials, there are also many reports about secret government projects taking place here on Earth to create these aerial doorways. One of the most notorious examples of this is the Large Hedron Collider, or LHC, which has become the centre of a number of conspiracy theories. 
The LHC is operated by the European Organisation for Nuclear Research, better known as CERN. The Large Hadron Collider is the largest and most powerful particle accelerator ever constructed and is housed 300 feet under the CERN Control Centre in Geneva, Switzerland. The collider itself comprises a massive loop that stretches 27 kilometres, that's around 17 miles. The collider is used to basically fire subatomic particles at incredibly high speeds, smashing them together in order to see what happens. The idea behind the project is uncovering the secrets of the universe, including recreating conditions that led to the Big Bang, to discover how the universe was created by attempting to, for example, measure the properties of dark matter. One of the most well-known discoveries of the experiments of the LAC was the observation of the elusive Higgs boson particle. These particles give matter their mass and had only been theoretical up until the LHC showed once and for all that they did in fact exist. Outside of the official explanation of what the facility is for, there are several conspiracy theories about what is really happening under the soil in Geneva. As well as the fears and concerns that the LHC may create miniature black holes or unstable dark matter, there are many rumours and speculations that CERN are using the Collider for a number of top-secret experiments taking place miles below our feet. One of the most popular of these theories suggests that the facility is being used to create rifts between dimensions to allow for teleportation, create doorways into alternate dimensions and realities and make travelling through space-time possible. The evidence for these interdimensional activities is generally offered in the form of the different strange happenings that have allegedly been captured in the skies above CERN over the years that the LHC has been active. This includes strange vortices, UFOs and several other kinds of unexplained phenomena in the sky. In December 2015, for example, footage was captured by tourists that appeared to show a kind of portal or vortex that quickly vanished when an unidentified object entered into it. There was another video from May 2016 that shows something similar. A portal in the clouds supposedly appeared in the sky above CERN once power in the facility went down. CERN themselves have said that the power outage was caused by a weasel getting into the sensitive machinery at the facility. Something that is worth noting is that the anomalous events of CERN appear to coincide with occasions when the facility faced a blackout, including an alleged ripple sent out by the facility in 2009 that reportedly disrupted the entire magnetic field of the Earth. A report out of Russia claims that this time warp, as they called it, instantaneously transported an airbus headed to Bolivia with 170 passengers to the Canary Islands thousands of miles away. The blackout was blamed on a piece of bread this time. Sun said bread was dropped by a bird and fell into the device. One would surely hope that such an advanced scientific facility kept deep underground would be able to keep out weasels, birds and bread that have apparently found their way into their equipment. Photographs emerged on June 24, 2016, 
showing an alarming portal-shaped cloud formation above CERN not long after the launch of the AWAKE project. This insane ball of energy was directly over the LHC. Some people reported seeing faces in it. It is amazing they keep messing with nature and denying it. What is in the cloud? Some say it is a lightning or a massive ball of energy. What portals or doors are being opened in this cloud? There are lots of people who insist that they are evidence that CERN are undertaking experiments to attempt to open up interdimensional or space-time doorways. Pretty interesting, huh, folks? Good question, too. What kind of doors are being opened up and what's on the other side? So, oh, hey, Windsong. Okay. Hey, we have one of our um, frequent uh, listeners here, Windsong. She says, hi, Dave, and all of, all of tonight's listeners and viewers. So I'll officially say hi, Windsong. Good to have you here. Okay. I want to make sure that that was, I guess it was pretty recent when she wrote that. Okay. Uh, anyway. So, yeah. So, uh now, some of those things that they showed to me were kind of indistinguishable. You know, I, I don't know. But um, if they're describing them the way they are, then uh, then so be it. But, um, and come on, a weasel getting into the works. And uh, what was the other one? A bird dropping a breadcrumb down there. <laughs> oh, man. That makes me want to laugh. So, okay, folks, let's look at something else, all right? I hope that we're, we're building up more of an evidence that these things are real and that they're, um, oh, I can't think of another word, um, that they're real and that uh, we'll refute any uh, people who say that they're not, Okay. And I do think that they're vortices. They're well, they're vortices anyway. But I do think that they're for um, for travel <clears throat> between dimensions. So uh, the fact that UFOs have used them several times on different occasions uh, tells me that it's uh, it's a way for them to leave that dimension and come into ours. Okay. All right. All right. Let's see what we got here. Okay. All right, folks. <laughs> Pardon me for that little lapse there. I was just trying to read my notes and get a little, uh, a little more focused. Okay, let's look. Let's just continue and look at these videos. Thursday, August 29th, 6.30 p.m. Mountain Time, 2019. Guys, in this video, I've got some really cool things to share with you guys. We're going to start right out here in the valley, out here in Arizona, where last night an unexpected monsoon showed up around 8 o'clock at night, 
consumed the entire valley all the way up into the rim country. What you're looking at is a map that I've put together. I've simply overlaid a video screenshot that a gentleman sent me from out here in Arizona who noticed something very unusual during the height of the storm that was loaded. And I mean had lightning galore. This looks like a typical, well, it doesn't really, because a Doppler radar ring is usually just one ring. This is multiple rings that to me look like, and he in fact described it as a vortex because he was watching it on radar. And this thing moves, it's quite large, and you're going to see something move through the center independently at a very high rate of speed. And what we're going to do is try and calculate the speed, best we can, of that object moving through this vortex slash portal. And I'm telling you, there was an incredible amount of lightning in the valley last night. Uh, just unbelievable. But anyway, here's the map that I just showed you. And I'm going to show you the video that Jim shared with me. He took a screenshot from his phone, Jim from Arizona, August 28th at 9.45 p.m., and he described it as a vortex. And you'll see this is from the Sedona area, the mysterious part of Arizona, the Red Rock Mountains. This big, what looks like, I said, a Doppler radar ring is not. It's a series of multiple rings that are moving down from the mountains and something goes through the ring, then it disappears. It's almost like a portal opening up and then disappears. That's just in a different format, so you can kind of get a different look at what this gentleman noticed on radar. There it is. You see how quick that went? And then the rings disappeared. Looks like a portal opened up, created all this lightning out here in the valley that just came out of nowhere. Here's slow motion. You see that object? See it go through there? That object is moving at around 180 miles per hour. It's one object. That's not a cloud. A cloud wouldn't move that fast. He was quite mystified by all of this. That's why he took this video recording. He just shared it with me. We're just trying to figure out what it maybe could be. I, I don't know. I've never really seen anything quite like it. And that lightning storm last night was quite exceptional actually struck some trees some light poles did some damage a lot of lightning's been making ground contact here lately and this thing last night looks like a series of rings it almost reminds me of reminded him of a vortex and it looked like a portal or something that opened up this object went through and then it disappeared very very cool great observation here's a screenshot that i took i was already laying down 843 I could hear the storm rolling through the valley, and there's the clouds stretching from one end of the valley all the way up into the rim country, Tonto National Forest up by Sedona. There was a lot of electricity in the atmosphere, more electricity really than anything, a lot of lightning. I'm going to show you how fast that thing was approximately going that went through that portal slash vortex, those rings. I estimated that it traveled from the Sedona area south of Long Valley, and the rings themselves were around 40 miles wide or something like that, and that high-speed object traveled through those rings. You'll see here in just a second, I put the, the timestamp at the top of this video, it went 60 miles in 20 minutes, and there's three 20-minute blocks in one hour. So three times 60, it's 180 miles per hour. Let's go back to that segment right there.
Here we go. You'll watch the thing go through the center. There it goes. It's all by itself. It went through in 20 minutes. Traveled from way up in this area here near Sedona. Went through the ring and then the ring disappeared or rings disappeared. I don't know. It's really unique. Don't see things like that every day on the radar. I watch the radar every single day, multiple hours a day off and on. Never seen anything quite like that. Big 6.3 earthquake off the coast of Oregon. Very, very sharp. All right, that's um, everything else is other stuff, folks. So I'm just going to turn it off. Um, yeah, pretty interesting, huh? It, uh, it actually did look like a vortex or a, um, excuse me, a, uh, an opening a portal. And, um, and it's funny how it went away once that thing got in there. That seems to be a characteristic of these portals. You know, they don't stick around very long after um, the object that's supposed to go through them does finally go through them. So, um, yeah, and it's in that area, too, that Sedona, Arizona. There's just a lot of weird stuff and, and some weird people, too, that are that are down in that area. And, um, yeah, it's it's crazy down there. So, um yeah, so it doesn't surprise me that something like that happened in the Sedona area, of all places. Okay, let's see. This show is really going on for a while. All right, thank you, Clock, uh, for telling us it's 8 o'clock. All right. Let's see, mysterious something. Sounded like a plane full of chimpanzees, didn't it? Um, yeah, it was kind of neat. I, I try to, when I look at that, I try to see uh, when I look into it, what's what's inside of it. And uh, so far, it almost looks like it's the same, like you're looking through a ring down at the ground that's right there. But um, I'll have to examine it some more and, and look and see. But uh, yeah, pretty interesting stuff. And to see it sitting there in the middle of the sky, uh, it's a good thing the plane didn't fly into it, huh? Yeah. Okay, only got two more folks. UFOs opening something. Right. I was looking for that helicopter or where the hell that was. Could have a circle. I don't know why we're doing it. I'm watching it. It looks like they're constructing something to keep the, keep the hole open. And both of the, both of the holes have.
Yeah, what the purpose of those things? I have absolutely no idea. I know that there's a reason and for everything under the sun, but that one escapes me. <laughs> uh, one more, and then we'll wind it up. Okay, folks. So this one is contrived. Okay, it really is. First of all, you really don't see anything when he looks up. But second of all, um, well, here, let's, let's watch it, and then we'll pull it apart. Okay. Short and sweet. You notice how he's walking, and all of a sudden he takes his last step there, and he, uh, oh, you know, I think I'll just look up. <laughs> you know? And that's supposed to be a video of a vortex or a, a portal, so I don't know. Um, I didn't see one, did you? So, so we know that we have portals, and we know that they open up, and that they most likely lead to other dimensions. We know that CERN is, uh, that's one of the things that they've purposed themselves to do, is to make portals and open them up and, um, and see what's on the other side. Frankly, I think that's a very dangerous idea, um, especially when you have no idea, when there's a silence on the other side, and you can't tell what's up there. Um, but time will tell, I guess, right? Um, so anyway, it's uh, it's interesting. It really is. And, and uh, you know, um, you notice that some of them involve clouds, right? And, well... I guess all of them did when you think about it because some of them look like smoke rings made out of clouds. But um, you'll notice that in, in Scripture when uh, at the end of all four Gospels when Yeshua is taken up into heaven, he's taken up into a cloud. Interesting, huh? Um, I'm not saying that it didn't really happen that way, okay? I really do think it did. But, um, but where, where did the cloud take him? Well, it took him to heaven, of course. So uh, anyway, that's that's another interesting parallel we have to this, and um, and it also says when he comes back, uh, when the when the angels that are there um, finally address the uh, the disciples that are, and they said, "What are you what are you all freaked out about?" A modern day translation, okay? Because <laughs> the same Jesus that left uh, will come back in like manner. So uh, yeah, he'll come back in like manner but it's uh it's going to be a glorious return it's not <laughs> it's not going to be a goodbye it's a hello forever uh, again so um anyway so folks i'm going to wrap it up um i want to uh, give you a little explanation about something okay um I don't know what's going on and um, i've been seeing a, a doc about it but um there's times when i just fall asleep and um i hope i don't do that during these broadcasts but there's times when i fight to stay awake and uh man it's a fight that i lose sometimes so if i uh, happen to doze off uh during a video or something because uh, i'm not talking during those times and that's that's one of the things that happened but anyway um yeah we're going to figure out what it is and try to fix it and uh but uh, it's embarrassing, and uh, 
you know, when you're doing a, a video show like this, especially, and uh, all of a sudden you hang your head, you know. I really was that time looking for, for information I have written down right here. But um, there, there could be a possibility at a time or two, maybe I'll do that. I don't know if you remember, but after I had my uh, the cancer surgery back in 2017, and I finally recovered, um, there was one episode. We weren't doing video back then. And back then, it was with Jim Wilhelmson and, um, and Eric um, Smith. And uh, I fell asleep during one of the broadcasts. And, and you could hear my uh, my heavy breathing and stuff like that, uh, my, my asleep breathing. And uh, in the background, I guess they were, you know, hey, Dave, wake up, Dave, you know. So um, falling asleep on the air is not something that's new to me, but it's, it's really embarrassing. And uh, so anyway, I just wanted to explain to you ahead of time that that kind of stuff is going on. And... Um, and why it's going on, okay? So, um, it's always good to have an explanation about everything in life, and uh, and uh, so now you have one. So, uh, anyway, uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, and end this. We've been on for almost ten, an hour and ten minutes, and uh, and presented a lot of things uh, about uh, portals, okay? Uh, okay. Sorry, I get these emails the whole time we're on the air. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May he make his face to rise upon you and be gracious unto you. May he watch your going out and your going, coming in, your lying down and your rising up. May he um, grant you the peace that you deserve. And may it be a peace that is beyond comprehension. Okay beyond comprehension like you've never ever uh, imagined before so it may bring him glory and if you don't know him i pray that you would come to know him that you would seek him out and ask him to reveal himself to you so uh anyway god bless uh see you uh next tuesday uh, if not sooner and uh, you know judging by what's happening in the world um and, um, well, from uh, Sleepy Oregon, uh, I bid you fair adieu. Uh, good night, folks.